Welcome back to From the Bench. I'm Jazz McAdams, and it is NBA trade deadline day. Posting this at about, let's call it 10 p.m. on NBA trade deadline day. This is one of a two-parter series that I'm doing because so much fucking shit happened this week. The mini episode coming right after this, posted about an hour after, will be about LeBron breaking the scoring record and all the things that went on, all the little drama that was going down with that. So we'll have all that and more, but NBA trade deadline. Obviously, probably the biggest move is Kevin Durant leaving Brooklyn, as Kyrie did. We'll get into that, too. To go to Phoenix uh, to join Chris Paul and Devin Booker. We also have Pat Beverly tweeting out some wild stuff after he got swapped from Obamba, sending him to the Magic and the rap song all the way back up to the Lakers. Uh, a lot going on. Kevin Knox going to the Warriors. Just like a bunch of a bunch of a bunch of crazy stuff. So yeah, all that and more on from the bench. Let's get into that. Intro. Oh my God, Liam, you made this. Considering that there are a fuck ton of trades happen today, I am just going to be covering everything from the Kyrie trade up to now. Starting with a bang, the Kyrie Irving trade. So as many people already know, it's about five days old. But if I'm just breaking this to you, first of all, congratulations for getting out of the melted ice capsule. Also, go fuck yourself. Uh, Kyrie Irving and Marcus Morris leaving Brooklyn all the way down to play for Mark Cuban. Coming up from Dallas, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, 2029 first-round pick and two second-round picks. Again, Kyrie Luka uh, in the backcourt, that's what everyone's talking about. People are saying like this is such an L move for the Nets and and everything and how they, how they lost, or an L move for the Mavericks, rather, sorry, how they lost the trade because Kyrie is on the last year of his contract. You get him for three months in the playoffs. It's still Kyrie Irving. It's still like a top two guard on the planet playing with probably a, a top five player in the league. Um, I think they can do magic together. I think a lot of what's going to happen, I think Kyrie's just overhated. And yeah, that's coming from someone from Massachusetts who think when Kyrie stepped on Lucky, uh, he should have been shot dead right on the court. And they should have played the game over his prolapsed body. But. Uh, I think Kyrie is overhated, and I think he always will be because he's a fucking weirdo and he said some anti-Semitic shit, which, you know, scumbag behavior, but still, like, an objectively great player. Um, and it was a great... I think I think it was a good move for Dallas, you know. I think that they know what they're doing down there in terms of acquiring talent. I think in the past they've kind of shown that that front office really knows what to do. And Kyrie and Luka... Could be something really fucking special. <sighs> like, to... They're, they're, the defense is going to be rough. Like, if they fit... Like, like Dame is going to have an easy time with them. Uh, it's like all, all the elite guard... Like, John Moran, I think, is also going to have an easy time. Like, the defense in that backcourt is pretty rough. But other than that, I think it's going to be fucking magic. This is going to be Kyrie's fourth team. And uh, in three out of the four teams he's been on, he's promised to stay on all of them and uh, redacted on all those, which is pretty funny. Uh, also, Brooklyn, Dinwiddie back in Brooklyn, along with a great defender in Dorian Finney-Smith and picks for the future. 
Brooklyn, as we saw with the KD thing, just blew it all the fuck up. Uh, they realized the big three with Harden wasn't going to work a while. They tried to do it with the original duo. That didn't work. They said, fuck it. We're going to blow it up start to rebuild. And if anything we know about Brooklyn, they can make use uh, of a bunch of young guys that people didn't want. We saw that with them making an all-star out of D'Angelo Russell. So I think that's really good. I think it's really good for both teams. A lot of people are saying, this trade sucks. This trade didn't suck. It was pretty awesome. Boom. Next trade. Uh, Dwayne Dedman going to the Spurs for cash considerate and a 2028 second round pick for the Heat. I guess Miami and Spo just needed to get him the fuck out of there. Kings send Kessler Edwards to the net and got the draft rights to David Michinow. Uh, the I could have literally put the mic up to my asshole and, and farted into it, and that would have been a more substantial statement than Kessler Edwards for the draft. Kessler Edwards and, of course, cash considerations uh, to the Nets for David Michinow. That That's how little this trade means. That's on the 7th. Then, on the 8th, last night, huge trade. Th- big three-teamer. D'Lo is back uh, at the st- uh, Staples. I'm not calling it the Crypto Center because crypto's a fucking scam. It's always the Staples Center. Delo's back there with Malik Beasley. Pretty funny that he gets to pl- play with the guy that's fucking his mom. I think that's really funny. I think if we don't hear about a Malik Beasley, Scotty Pippen Jr. scrap uh, in a scrimmage, I think uh, I don't know sports. And uh, there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that would probably say I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But to those people, I say you can actually look in the mirror and go fuck yourself. Uh Mike Conley going to the Minnesota Timberwolves with Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Literally an old guy that has nothing but wisdom to give. I literally think Mike Conley, uh, because he's in such like a position that you need to kind of be on top of your game because you're the floor general, I think he has nothing to give but wisdom now. I think he should transition into a Udonis Haslam type role. I think I could see him doing well in that. But Nikhil Alexander-Walker has been really good, really athletic, good defender, uh, can rebound on the block. And three uh, second-round picks uh, in in super close years. So Minnesota has some stuff looking for the future. Uh, they don't have shit going on, though. They're, they're, they are really fucked. I mean, Cat's been out for a while. Uh, like, it's, it's re- looking really rough. And then the Utah Jazz started the year off white hot, really cooled down a lot, and everyone kind of realized they were fake, not real. Mid as fuck. Get the most fake, not real, empty, mid as fuck player in Russell Westbrook. I talked about Russell Westbrook in the first episode of this podcast. I'll say it again. I am a Russell Westbrook fan. I am not a fan of the situations that Russell Westbrook gets himself into. And I think that happens culture-wise. I think that also happens uh, in... I think that's really going to happen in... Utah because I think he's going to see himself as this is my chance to be the guy again and I think we might get a repeat of the last few years in OKC which they did he did average a triple double in all those years and they also never made it out of the first round so also uh Toscano Anderson and Damian Jones and a 2027 first round pick going to the Jazz so I think the biggest thing is Westbrook getting the fuck out of uh LA uh, no one really expected it because everyone was in such high spirits after the LeBron uh, 
number one scoring record, except for Anthony Davis. You can hear all my takes on that in the next episode coming in about an hour. Uh, that, that like that's like literally the NBA. I'm not gonna get into it. Save for the next episode. But I think that it's really cool that uh, D'Lo is back in LA. I think that's huge for. Uh, I think that's a, actually a genuinely good pickup. I think D'Lo is still underrated player. And I think he is going to do good things. And I, I'm i really interested in see him and LeBron together. LeBron hasn't had uh, a PG that knew how to score since Kyrie. You know, Westbrook doesn't know how to score. He likes to try and score, but he doesn't really know how to score. So, blah, 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 blah. Sucks. Then later that night, Knicks trade Cam Reddish to the Trailblazers for Josh Hart, along with Ryan Archidiakono, a name I didn't think I'd ever hear again, along with Sfi Mikulik, uh, and 2023 lottery first round protected. So the Blazers got a lot for Josh Hart. I think Cam Reddish is super underrated just because Tibbs hates his guts for some reason, and I think Knicks fans knew that, and they're like, why are we paying this guy this money, or are they paying this guy any money if Tiff just isn't going to play him? Like, he's been healthy for a while, and he, like, wasn't playing, like, 20 straight games. Like, fuck that, so get him out of there. Tibbs uh, now has uh, Cam. Uh, he, like, he had Cam and uh, RJ together. Didn't work, whatever. Josh Hart's a really solid player. Always going to be a good wing. Um, I think he fits in well with New York. Defensive-minded uh, wing and guard that can shoot the J. Uh, I think he's a great. I think I would love to see him and Brunson in the backcourt together. I think that would be really cool and fun and awesome to see. So yeah, I think that was a good trade. But mainly it was just like I go to school in New York and just seeing all the New York fans being like, "Oh yeah, fuck you, Reddish!" Like, dude, he literally like sorry that the coach just hated his guts. Next, Raptors get. Yakupodal back. Or wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, Raptors get Yakupodal back. Yeah, he was in that Kawhi trade um a while back. E- yes. Yes, 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 yes. I'm right. Yeah, Raptors and uh, yeah, he's came for Ken Birch. Center for center, both like two big lumbering dickheads that don't really know what to do with themselves down low. These guys, the NBA is trying to fade out, phase out. Uh, if you told me Jacopoto was a long lost Plumley brother, I like would not doubt you at all. But yeah, so that's it. Was really nothing. Big day, February eighth was the Westbrook trade. Then you get into. Oh, I guess it technically it happened. We were all asleep here on the East Coast, but technically it did happen. On the 8th too, but whatever. Kevin Durant joins D-Book and CP3 in Phoenix. And TJ Warren too. Wow, huge. Brooklyn got a fucking bag. On top of the Kyrie trade, the piece they they got Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder. Not anymore because Jay Crowder got moved today. Twice. Jay Crowder got moved twice. Um... Uh, 2028 pick swap and four first rounders. Four first rounders. I mean, you got to make that KD trade if you're Phoenix. 
that one, two, three, CP3, D Book, and KD is gonna be crazy. I think they're they're gonna be the highest scoring duo in the league and overtake Brown and and Tatum, but CP3 and Kevin Durant. Ah, that's gonna be really good. That's gonna be like I I just like there's not much to say about it. I mean, it's mostly on the Nets side. Like the Nets just have like everyone but a star now. I guess a small like Mikael Bridges has never missed an NBA game, and I don't know if he's playing tonight. Uh, Kill Bridges. Um, I think he is. I think he's. I mean, he's listed on the roster. If he makes it, like he's get. Mikhail Bridges is gonna be like rushing to the airport at the end of a fucking rom com movie, like trying to get into uh, the Barclays Center to play to keep his Iron Man streak alive. We haven't seen an Iron Man streak alive uh, this long since Westbrook, uh, before Pat Bev dove with his legs in the playoffs and injured him. Fuck Pat Bev for that. But still an underrated player. Then, February 9th, last day of the trade deadline. Uh, I guess the KD news was kind of psyching everyone up in the morning that this is, they thought, oh, it can't go much from here. So many people got fucking moved. Oh, my God. Okay, so Mike Muscala to the Celtics for Justin Jackson, two second-round picks. It's bottom of the barrel for bottom of the barrel. Mike Muscala is one of my all-time favorite, uh, like, nothing, like, not very good players, but still, like, really good. Bryant. Uh, gets moved to Denver, which I really think is going to be interesting to see how they run their center. Because obviously Bryant's still a backup center, but, like, dude, I don't know. He he could be, he could be really, like, him and Jokic working together, like, he is a pretty good defender, and he's huge. So if Jokic just takes care of the offense and Bryant takes care of the defense... It would be bad. I don't know why I thought that'd be cool. I'm, I'm pretty stupid for that. I mean, you saw what happened in um, Minnesota with Cat and Cat uh, and and Rudy Gobert. Not good, as you see, because they just traded D'Lo for nobodies. So, yeah, that's it. Svi got moved again in a three-team trade out of Portland. <sighs> Matisse Thybul replacing Josh Hart as a defensive guard for the Blazers. Um, Jalen McDaniels to the Sixers, defensive-minded forward, and Sfi to the Hornets. Doesn't fucking matter. No one cares about you. The amount of second-round picks that got mo- like second-round picks literally are being given away like just to put like another thing. They just don't want to do an exact player swap because they want Shams to have to use more characters in his Twitter feed. Like second-round picks are literally seem like they're about as worthless as a LeBron James washed t-shirt at this time. Like, like fucking worthless. Like, like second round picks, boom, another trade. I think the Pacers get get George Hill for, like, the third time in his career. I didn't even know he was still in the league, to be honest. I didn't know Serge was in the league either. Brooklyn just, just, Brooklyn just got second round picks to, to, for Jay Crowder and the three-teamer. That's really disrespectful. Just second round picks? Yikes. Come on, Jay. Come on, Jay. That's really that's really bad. Him and Milwaukee though. Milwaukee always needs three and D's for Giannis to kick out too. So that's Jay's fucking bread and butter. I think he'll be really good. 
uh, in that role. Another second round picks. I guess they're more valuable than I thought. Denver sends Bones Highland to the Clippers for two second round picks. Like, feels like you just give. Like, it feels like a sign and trade almost. Like you're just giving away your guys for fucking nothing. It's pretty like not embarrassing. It's just sad to see like a guy that like Bones Highland, who like we all know can hoop, but two second round picks. Like really, Denver, you couldn't get any any more for Bones Highland, two second round picks. LA's desperate for. LA's desperate for guards because fucking John Wall left. John Wall's back in Houston after literally saying that the situation in Houston is shit. They got him back. What the fuck? That's crazy. Rockets got Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky, two second round picks. I could say every like if I if we did like a a stream a thon and every time I said two second round picks, I had to like. Cut off a finger. I'd be walking around a paraplegic. Uh, this is insane. Just like two second round picks. Kevin Knox sent to the Warriors for five second round picks. With five second round picks. Detroit gets James Wiseman. Which just puts uh, adds on to Detroit of being a land of underrated young guys. Who have everything to prove. And uh, continue to prove nothing. That's what Detroit is. They let one of those guys left for Atlanta and Sadiq Bay. Hawks aren't making any noise. Sadiq's a quiet-ass player. Whatever. Talked about Mo Bamba and Pat Bev. Straight-up trade. Mo is going to be great in L.A. Pat Bev is funny. That's all I have to feel about this. doesn't really affect me. Eric Gordon back on the Clippers after almost a decade. Uh, a couple second-round picks. Um, Luke Kennard got sent to the Grizzlies and Danny Green got sent to the Rockets. Not a lot going on. Yeah. And then Pelicans got Josh Richardson and then the Spurs got Devontae Graham and four second round picks. Like, what is this, guys? Like, why why, why do we do this to ourselves with these picks? It, 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 it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, so it was a crazy trade deadline day. Crazy. Crazy. I wish I had more to say about the Kevin Durant. I just think they're going to be really good. I mean, I just, I have to say, I'll say three names. It's it's Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker. Like, there's not much more you can say. They're, they're going to be great. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's what it's been at the, at the deadline. L.A. is... Uh, Sent Westbrook. Brooklyn has a bunch of young guys that they can do a lot of great stuff with now. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Is there anything that I'm missing? All right, anything more? Um, oh, yeah. Um, one that I missed. Uh, Mason Plumley. Oh, Mason Plumley was in that trip. See? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mason Plumley got sent to the Clippers. And this is actually kind of a big deal. Uh, Reggie Jackson got sent to the Hornets. That's great for the Clippers and Mason. That sucks for Reggie Jackson. He was in such a good role uh, in L.A. Doing his thing, dishing it to Kawhi and PG as much as he could with them being out with injury. You know, L.A., was in like the sixth seed, low playoff spot, but they were doing their thing. 
you were like this starting point guard. Like Reggie was like making noise. Then you get sent to fucking Charlotte, who's fifteen and forty-one, and at the bottom of the East, one win above Detroit. Like, man, that just sucks for Reggie Jackson, a player that I like a lot and that I think is really good in this league. That he he really just he got shafted. Ugh. Terrible. But yeah, that was the trade deadline. Crazy, 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 crazy stuff. Chris Paul and Kevin Durant. Even without Devin Booker, Chris Paul and Kevin Durant would be so good. So, so, so good. But yeah, that is, uh, I think, what's, what's the time? Just, uh, yeah, I mean, is there anything else that, I mean, we can say? I mean, all these trades, uh, I'm not, like, going to go in-depth because, like, a lot of the blockbuster ones, it's just, like, I mean, Kyrie, like, it's there's just not much more you can say. Yeah. It's just me talking to myself, so I think 20 minutes is enough for someone to listen to that. But regardless, it has been Chaz McGowan with front of the bench, tired after this NBA trade deadline and, two and two, doing two episodes back-to-back. I know, right? I've been gunning the fucking gym, fat bitch. Tired from talking. Fucking pussy, Chaz. Okay. Yeah, it's been Chaz McAdams for From the Bench. Let's hit the outro, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya. Oh my god, Liam, you made this?